Going beyond the headlines? Getting to the heart of the story. Calgary Today with Joe McFarland on 770 CHQR. We haven't had the flooding concerns yet, but we know other communities in Canada are facing that as we turn into the spring season when things start to melt and you add in a bit more rain. Brian Turner, automotive columnist at Post Media, driving.ca, joins us today. Hello, Brian. Hello, and how are you doing? You survived one of the riskiest commutes so far this year. Yes, we have survived it, but who knows, because it's going to be pretty crazy if we start to see more melting. And, uh, you know, we've got precipitation in the forecast, so things can... Some areas we know storm sewers get backed up and everything else. And I know you you will always see the video of the car trying to make it through a deep puddle. What are the concerns? Well, the concerns are ingesting too much raw water into the uh, into the engine's air intake on a on a gasoline combustion engine, and that can happen with a lot of subcompacts and compact cars sitting very low to the ground. You have to open the hood up and look at the air box, and you'll find that the air intake point can be very low. And if you ingest enough raw water into a running engine, uh, a condition comes about called hydro locking or hydro locking, and it just means that the pistons try to compress the normal air fuel mix and they're they're met with a a pile of water they can't do it it's like trying to compress concrete and then things start to break inside the engine and get very expensive to uh, repair oh i don't like that so uh, when you say it's fairly low because that's the the guessing game that some drivers go through when they approach some areas that have a huge puddle how deep is it and when is it going to affect my engine General rule of thumb, if you're not exactly sure exactly how high up on the body line of the vehicle your uh, engine air filter's intake is, uh, if, it, if the water's coming up any more than to the halfway point on any of the wheels on the vehicles of cars mm. ahead of you, um, not, not respecting <laughs> or, or disregarding any large trucks that might have these monster wheels on them, but if you know, the average car ahead of you is, is seeing pushing water uh, to the halfway point of the wheel, that might be an idea of a good time to look for an alternative route. So the the engine just stops, and then that's when you get the damage within the engine. Exactly, and uh, sometimes you can you can alleviate the risk by once you you think there may be a problem, shutting the engine off on the first sputter because usually it's not a a sudden deluge; it, it comes in and in and builds up in in uh, consistency. Uh, so it's a, it's a situation where if you get a stumble turn the ignition off right away, and you may uh, avoid having to replace the engine, not repair it. Usually the damage is so severe when these things break, uh, especially if the engine's running at any speed at all. And uh, then you have all the electrical systems to worry about, because we've been looking at reports now of electric vehicles and hybrid vehicles that carry lithium-ion batteries having more expensive problems than losing an engine, if you can believe it, if water infiltrates their systems. Sometimes you have situations where cars are parked and um, all of a sudden there is a huge melt and you, you get the pictures of cars that are up past their tires in water. So in that case, the engine isn't running. Is it a matter of, is it still protected then until you try to run the engine? You know, you wait for the water level to decrease so that you can go in there and you know that it's not going to be at that point where your the, the air filter in your engine is going to be affected? You may actually, just just from sheer uh, electrical and electronic damage, you may be beyond that point, um, especially if the battery has been stayed connected all this time <gasps> and you get short circuits. And as, as many people are surprised to find out how low their air intake system is for their engine, they're even more surprised to, to learn 
of all of the electronics and electrical systems that are buried in the floor of a vehicle. And so literally, if, if any water gets past the bottom edge of the door and gets in on the flooring of the vehicle, you, you'll find a lot of insurance companies will consider that a total loss. And I was going to ask you, I know you're not my insurance expert, yeah. but is this something that you could put an insurance claim in for? There's a lot of varieties on that. Most car uh, insurance policies do cover uh, that type of damage. Uh, you want to make sure you check your, you know, the details of, of your policy statement as well. Sometimes there's exceptions if, if the vehicle is parked at the place of residence in the garage and the garage floods. Mm. That can be a different story than you're into different types of insurance coverage. So uh, in, in short, most insurance companies do cover vehicles against flood and water damage, especially if they occur when the vehicle's in its course of normal business traveling on the road. Okay. Um, but still, it, uh, it's something that, you know, fortunately doesn't happen a lot. But when you're into these large water situations, and sometimes it's, it's hard to gauge. A lot of people think, well, I see the car ahead of me pushing yeah. the water quite nicely. I can make it. Problem is, they're pushing the water into, into making new wakes and, and rivulets that can change where it might splash into your engine compartment intake. Uh, Brian, I know we're talking specifically about going through flooded areas or, or, or big pools of water, but is there ever a concern when we can have some pretty wicked spring storms or June rainfalls and you've got a lot of rain bouncing off the, the pavement? That that would never be a concern, would it? Absolutely would be a concern because those situations where you get uh, too much rainwater coming down and, and overwhelming the road's natural grade yeah. to let it run off safely, then at any speed at all, you get a situation called hydroplaning where the actual rubber loses contact uh, on the wheel between the, the rubber and the pavement and starts riding on a thin film yeah. of water, which is great until you try to steer or brake, and then you find out there's absolutely no traction in that situation. Um, so, yeah, when you get into those situations, drive with caution. Four-way flashers should be on and, you know, wipers at high speed. And, and if you can't see with that type of action on, on the windshield, then you've got to really think about pulling over when you find a safe spot that, you know, 15 cars behind you aren't going to make the same mistake yeah. and pull in right to your, uh, into your uh, bumper. So hydroplaning would be the concern, but as far as too much water getting up under for the electronics or into mm. the air intake for my engine, that should be yep. fine. No, it will be because the water won't have right, you know, have, have created any type of depth. Yeah. Uh, thanks for all the reminders, and we're crossing our fingers we don't have to face such a situation down the road. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Have a great day. Safe driving, everyone. Be cautious. Brian Turner, automotive columnist at Post Media. You can read more at driving.ca.